0: Welcome to Size Eyes, the life of a long term multitasker. This is the Fully Content series, where content is king, but its wisdom is the kingdom. Where learning is simultaneously a convergent and divergent experience. Where the threads of all the content consumed connect to form a mesmerizing web of infinite understanding. This series explores my unique insights, learnings, and connections with books, podcasts, articles, documentaries, and any other forms of content that I consume. Ultimately though, all this knowledge is only a rumor until it is in the muscle. Welcome back everyone, and this is another episode of the Fully Content series. So this episode, I'm gonna be taking a look at a video that I watched. I believe this is the first video, not a podcast or not a book or anything, but this is the first video. And I'll include the link in the description below. But the name of this video is Transformational Online Courses with Andrew Barry. So this is on Marie Pullen's YouTube channel. I recently found her channel while I was going through Notion things, um, she's one of the foremost thinkers and implementers of systems, especially on Notion itself. And so stumbled upon this video recently and obviously very pertinent to what I'm working on and striving to achieve these days with having my own online course on my YouTube channel for right now. And so a lot of the Information. This was a an hour and forty five minute video kind of interview and discussion with, with Marie Poulin and Andrew Barry, who are both course creators, content creators. Um, in their own rights, and so learned a lot. I think I listened to this over the course of many days. Um, you know, over the course of a week actually. And so I'll kind of dig right into what you know, general notes on their side from the video itself and then uh, my interpretation, my application of those notes into my own life. And so, you know, one of the main things that they said, right, that Andrew really pointed on was, it's not just, courses aren't just the transfer of information, it's the transformation of students right? And within the first few minutes, he said that I was like, wow, like, it's it's really about the transformation. Because everyone has information, everyone has these knowledge, these ideas that they want to convey. But really, how do you take it from that knowledge and allow people to apply it and then see this transformation in themselves. So that was a important point that I want to that I needed to listen, that I needed to hear. Um, Another point that I needed to hear, I think was, he said it was, make sure it's not just repurposed blog content. So, it's almost like a personal attack on me. Uh, Not really, but, you know, obviously I have a blog and a lot of blog posts, so I just gotta make sure that's not repurposed blog content, right? And so, Excuse me, you know these courses, you know the course that I'm building right now it's it's not it's not just repurposed blog content it it goes deep, and obviously, like I haven't even built it myself, so I have that intention that it's not gonna just be things I can put into blog into blog articles right This is a holistic way of thinking and a way of transforming people and so that's my intention with that um you know they also talked about when to you know, kind of create leverage by hiring different people, hiring a course manager or personal virtual assistant, et cetera, right? Knowing when the right time is to take it from a course, which is a core product to a business, right? Obviously I'm nowhere near that, but right now I'm building the course itself. I'm building the product, I'm building hopefully the transformation of students, right? And it's not just, um, you know, not just other people, but really the transformation of myself as I'm building as as I'm going through the course. And then, you know, they talked about getting feedback, right? Getting a small size cohort, you know, cohort based courses are a good way to get quick feedback. Um, creating that feedback loop so that you know the people who are interested they're providing that feedback and helping make the course even better for future students. Right? From a product market fit, right? They also talked about how if you've transformed one person's life, then you have the potential of, of having a course. Because if you can transform one person's life, you have the potential to transform many people's lives. And so, you know, I wanna inspire myself primarily, right? And if anyone else is inspired and they feel inspired, they've shared that with me. And I wanna be able to share more of that inspiration with other people right um let's see one thing that other yeah, one mentioned was having uh peer supporters so in one of his programs andrew has i believe what he calls peer supporters and who are not mentors per se right because mentors probably would have gone through the course and are almost at a teacher level right of the course But peer supporters you know as you're going through the course peer supporters are just one level ahead of the person that they're supporting so they're going through their journey with you and they've done the work that you're about to do but they haven't done everything right so they're still on that path of discovery along that journey of the course but they're just one step ahead so it's like reachable and attainable without being so far ahead and so I think that is uh, actually a neat idea. Um, I don't know how it's implemented in my online course, for example, since free videos. But I think it's definitely a neat idea that uh, obviously has worked for him. Um, one thing is one thing you mentioned was like earned dogmatism, uh, which is basically like. Um, you know, people with degrees, people who are in a, who have a power frame, for example, or some status, um, or you know, some knowledge, right? Or you know, maybe a degree that gives them knowledge or that implies knowledge, right? Like they, they allow to speak their mind more, right? And so, but for me, you know, it's like how do I explain things in a, as simple a language as possible, so I don't have the bias of knowledge right how do i make sure that i'm explaining things at a beginner level that any kid can understand with if they go through my course right that you know i don't i'd want to get out of the mindset of only being the teacher right and i think that's what being a student as well as i'm going through this helps me understand of that beginner mindset, Uh, not in a negative way of the beginner, but in an inquisitive and a curious mindset of wanting to learn. And so if I don't have that bias of knowledge, like, oh, I really don't know the answer to this, I'm going to go through this exercise and find the answer for myself. And that's in that process of self-discovery, that's what I want to share. So I think that was a key insight from that discussion that they had there. Another thing that they mentioned was giving away your best ideas, right? So, because people want to maybe, especially in a marketing world these days, they'll want to, you know, put forth good ideas, get people in, and then behind a paywall, maybe have some of the best ideas behind that, right? But for me, obviously, like my content is all free, is all out there. This course is out there. And, you know, it's giving away my best ideas. I'm not holding anything back, right? Because you can, I can give away my best ideas, even why or even how, right? But I realize that people, if they don't put in the work, then they still won't transform. They still won't be inspired by themselves, right? And so... It's okay to give away my best ideas because it's really in the implementation and the application of those ideas that people are transformed. And so bringing it to the teacher and the course perspective, you know, even if I give away my best ideas for free, people will still want to think, still, still want to work with me because of the way that I think, right? Because they want to use, to leverage my knowledge, for example, and how it can relate how what my course content and ideas that I'm giving away can relate to their lives, right? In a one-on-one setting, for example, or something very granular like that. So, yeah. So so those are the kind of the main things. Obviously, there was a lot, uh, a lot of things, and that's. I highly recommend you watching that video. Um, especially if you are looking at building a course and whatnot, because there were so much wisdom dropped by both people in there. But kind of bringing it to... Obviously, I've kind of already touched on many of these points, but kind of going into how it relates to me, right? So some, like, one question that I asked myself was, how do I build an audience and a community around my course, right? If I have a YouTube course for free, right, people can comment in there but there's no real sense of community right you're commenting randomly and you gotta i have to keep track of people but then the people who are actually watching it they don't necessarily have that peer-to-peer communication and so that's one of the things that they mentioned right In, in that peer supporter group right it's one person who is ahead of another person but only by one lesson one day and so for me, how do I build an audience and a community around my course? Obviously, I have to get better at the actual core product of the course itself. But then I think as I get better and understand my niche, you know, I'll be starting to think about how do I build an audience and a community around it. right? So I know it's a question that I'll have to answer at some point, but it's not the main question that I have to answer right now. Um. So another thing, right? So actually a cool idea here is so, so like, you know, courses right now, maybe it's laid out. They've laid out a path for transformation, right? Going from point A to point B. Um, but then you need to make it customized, right? To that person. You need to make a, some that path customizable to that person. So it needs that flexibility, right? To get from point A to point B, everyone's path to get from point a to point b is going to be different right so within a course there's obviously going to be have to be some sort of structure but it's almost like giving bumper rails right on a bowling alley and so someone may go straight down and hit a strike someone may hit all the bumpers and get a strike someone may hit zero bumpers and still get a gutter ball at the end right who knows right but you know it's not really the result that matters right but it's the you know the point i'm trying to make here is it's about the customizability within that course right but then how do you make it scalable so that it works not just for one person on a one-on-one setting or five people in a small cohort but to 50 people who are watching a video or 100 people or 200 people right how do you make it scalable right so i think sometimes we make it make the structure more rigid almost like an organization right as you scale you make the structure more rigid but, instead of getting the structure more rigid, right, when you scale, one insight that I had was, what if you keep the flexibility and customizability, not through making the system, not not through making the components and structures of the system more rigid, right, but through making more teachers, like within this course, right, you kind of... Have like the master course but then people who go through the course they you know they see what works for them right and then you have the second level of like people who are ready to teach the course they've gone through the course in whatever manner that they have and it's all different that path to getting there has all been different for each of them and then so they've experienced that customizability then when they make their own courses based off of the original course right Then it's even more customizable so then you have that's how you i think that's how you scale this the course that i'm building right so it's not to make more students the course's aim is to make more teachers and it's i think a win-win because when you're teaching it you're learning it twice so i think that was like a a revelatory insight that i had when while i was driving and listening to this video Um, so, I mean, another aspect of it is, you know, I don't want people to binge, binge my courses. Right. So like, how do I make it so that they soak in kind of full one, fully one aspect of it before moving on to the next piece of it. And I think, um, like I'm going to stick with like a one week timeline. So I'm only going to release videos once every week which forces people to not binge um, if they're following along real time, right? So they can do the work um, and put in the full effort and not just like, oh yeah, I put in five, 10 minutes, right? So that's another thing, what they said of like fully involving yourself, right? And some, some questions that I had while I was listening to this was, you know, what's my way of getting a feedback loop? A feedback loop, I think. I already mentioned that question. Another one is what is my audience, right? I've actually I haven't defined my audience here. I think it's everyone, but that's not good enough, right? So I'll actually need to take time to define who my audience is. Um, and then figure out my presentation style. I think I've, recording a few videos already, I think I've started to understand my presentation style, but I'm only starting to hone that in. And you know, how is that different verse with looking into a webcam or at a screen compared to talking to people on a video call versus talking to people face-to-face, right? And so i still have to mold into that person but that's a question that's on the at least in the middle of my mind if not on the forefront or the back of my mind right and so all these questions all these insights these are all the things that i've been thinking about in the last week or so after watching this amazing video on marie pullin's youtube channel with the video called transformational online courses with Andrew Barry. So this is definitely a five out of five video and piece of content and media that I consumed recently. And I'll include the link again so you can listen to it for yourself and watch it and really pick up the nuggets that were shared in that discussion. So thank you for listening to another episode of Size Eyes and the Fully Content series. I'll see you next time.